Um, I felt like the character Michael totally, as soon as he stepped on the scene, reminded me of like a mix of three characters from Seventh Heaven, the dad and the two brothers, Matt and Simon. He was the dad. Shut up. (laughs) Oh my God. Shut up. I assumed she had, she knew that that was Collins. Yeah. He's not on that list. God. We're so focused on Jeff Goldblum. That's why we kept calling him the dad from Home Alone and the dad from Seventh Heaven. We made the joke about how everyone are now the dads of the things that we know. Yeah. My mind is blown. My mind is blown. (laughs) In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the questions we put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. (laughs) And today we watched Between the Lines, uh, 1977, directed by Joan Micklin Silver, woman director, (laughs) and written by Fred Barron and David Halpern. Starring John Hurd, Lindsay Krauss, Jeff Goldblum, Jill Eckenberry, and Bruno Kirby. Um, Tracy, quick synopsis, go. I First, I just want to say, I think it's interesting which people they... That are on the top of yeah. the cast list. Yeah. I mean, because it was an ens- it was a talk it was about an ensemble. Very much so. So like John Hurd and Liz- Lindsay Krauss, I totally... Right. Yes. But, but then, then the- Jeff Goldblum? Like- well, I mean... I, I guess, guess he does was, the end. Yeah, I guess him. he kind of like ran, like he he was like kind of a common thread yeah. maybe. But he didn't really have a storyline. And he then really just, Lynn. Right. Lynn. All I can think of is, is she like, all I can think of is why this movie was so popular is because of the cast. Except that, was this before they were all famous? I knew this was before they were all because famous. Because we knew, all, we recognized a lot of people. Yeah. All right. Baby. Anyway. Okay. Synopsis. So. It's real simple. It's about an all newspaper in Boston that's basically going out of business. And they kind of know it, but they're all kind of in denial. And then it's just a a peek into like a look of a week into their lives. Or a month. Or All right. Longer than that. But like, so we kind of... With the looming knowledge that they're going to be bought out. Exactly. That's... And like the really... It was mostly about the relationships of these coworkers. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, well said. Yeah. I mean. It really was. It was like a character study. It we, was. And we, we jumped in. I, into their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did. I liked some of the characters. They, they were. And they thought they did well with the ensemble. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had trouble remembering people's names, but I didn't have trouble remembering like their different story. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was all. Good there job. Go. Good job. All right. What did we think of it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it was it was very seventies. Yeah, I thought it was going someplace. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I see where this is going. I'm gonna go along for the ride, and then it just didn't. it didn't. It didn't stop at the bus stop and let us off. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It, it, we we were on we were on the bus. We were riding yeah. along with the we're story. Like, oh, that's where we. And I was gone. like, wait, yeah. oh, there goes our stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then there wasn't, like, I almost felt like 
there wasn't closure Anywhere. to the point at all. Yeah, that I feel. Yeah, because I mean, I when we came in, when when we sat down to start recording, I was like, oh my god, Laura went to New York. Like, yeah, that she didn't fix that. No, <laughs> no. Okay, and then um, Harry and Abby, they were just together and okay and again. again. <laughs> yeah, the only one who got resolution was Lynn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, and not even. She just had the balls to walk out. Yeah. And held to her convictions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She got a little comeuppance with uh, what's his name? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Let's jump right in then. Top of the marquee. What was everyone's favorite part? Did anybody have a favorite part? Sorry. I had a couple. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I have something that I like is that it was based in Boston in the mm-hmm. 70s, late 70s. And Obviously, we're from Boston. Yep. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Boston represent. And I don't know. I, I, it was, for me, the opening scene, well, I don't know if it was the opening scene, but just everybody, like the background, getting to see, I think they zoned in on like what would have been a drone today. Yeah. Camera. Because um, he was selling, the opening scene was the guy selling newspapers on the streets of Boston. Yeah. It was just, it was cool to see that I like to, see, I'm weird and I'm obsessed with like how things used to look. Yeah. Because there's not as many pictures of like 1977 just Boston. Pretty big dig, guys. Yeah, I know. And I could tell when they were in the car and they were driving and there was that weird like low bridge and I'm like, I think they're near the thing with the water towers, but I wasn't sure. And I'm like, yeah. actually this might've just been before they started ripping everything apart. Yeah. But it was just cool to see. So that, not necessarily a favorite part, but just the whole general like background scene. Well, it was of a great the intro old Boston. because I mean, even outside of it being Boston, there was that moment when he was like, um, you know, getting ready to sell the newspapers, and we're like, oh my god, this is so seventies. Like yeah. we loved it. Like, we like, yeah, like the fashion from the background. Like yeah. I, I think I don't even think they were extras. I think it was just people on the street, and you were like, like oh cars. wow, yeah, seventies cars. Yeah. And- yeah. I guess that would be what I would call one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yeah, no, just the setting. Yeah. You're allowed setting. to have the setting as I, your favorite part. I'm doing it. This is the first time I'm doing it, but I'm going for Good it. Good job. I'm proud of you. I'm doing what I can. All right, Tracy. Um, Ooh. There was a lot of... I have lots of okay scenes. Should I okay. share them all? Okay. Um, I liked Harry's one-sided conversation. Yes. That was my other one. <laughs> oh, that was so endearing. Yeah. He was so he sweet. He was, he was, I kind of liked him and then I kind of, I don't know. He was adorable. He I was cute. He was murky. Yeah, he yeah. was. But murky. but all the characters were, I think. Yeah. Point. Which I guess, you know what? Congrats for having flawed characters yeah. instead of having your perfect Prince Charming and your perfect yeah. princess. You had, you know, some real. We're humans. Yeah. 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 So kudos for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jeff Goldblum dancing scene with the Annie's with the butt, like the, it wasn't one of the Annie's it was just oh, a different chick. Oh, yeah. Was, totally oh, okay. different one. That's what I was, All the, right. the that sock, was... sock shaped butt <laughs> print or whatever. Yes, Didn't it look like yes. there was two socks on the butts like yes. going this way? And then there was like the same scene like yeah. after. Yeah. I'm like, is so this exactly? I don't know. It was like, it was a, a dance move where they... They touched butts and then they touched feet and then it was their own little. Yeah, they had a seventies jig. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was did. it was it was good. I like that one. Um, and then I liked the girls. They the three main girls, Lynn, Laura, and Abby, got together and they were like dancing together. They had a girls' night, had a girls night and then yeah. they sat down and had like a real conversation. Never once talked about boys, yeah. but they talked about like their careers, and I really. I really liked it that. Good. It, was it was good. Really it was like 
real women. And yeah. I, I attribute that to the director. So yeah. good job. I made yeah, a I note, like that too. Um, as I was rapidly making notes at the end, because I made no notes during this movie. Um, <laughs> Same to you. Uh, Laura, I really, the, Laura annoyed me because I think that was the purpose of her character. Oh, I'm going to leave him. And oh, yeah. Him and, yeah. Oh, I'm going to leave him. And, then, and he's horrible to her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, nope, I'm not going to New York. And I'm like, going to New York. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of was like, well, maybe she is representative of women in the 70s. The idea of the, like, you know, getting out of the kitchen type or trying to get out from under men. It, it was like really a period of transition. Maybe mm-hmm. she was kind of showing that like women were trying so hard, but weren't quite getting to that point of being independent, you know, in, I don't know. That was my, like my only, the only way to excuse her. I, yeah, I guess I just, I, she had that at the party when he was, when Michael was talking about his publisher as his agent or whatever. And she is also a writer Mm. and she was like, I can get my own agent. I can do this all. And like she left and she left with Harry and kind of was like, no, I'm not moving to New York. I am my own person. I am my own writer. I don't need you. And, and I was like, okay, we here. had that, yeah. like, we had that moment where I was like, great. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, my friends and family are here. And right. we were all like, good. Yeah. Freaking finally. And then she, she and she was going to have the apartment. Like everything right. was primed was for right her. there. And yep. then. But as soon as she said when, um, Abby, Michael, oh, Michael. came into Harry's apartment. Yeah. That whole scene, I saw it going, I saw it going badly. But as soon as she got up and stood up and said, I want to go home. I was yeah. like, Ooh. Yeah. Guess not. Yeah. Well, right, but she made it clear that home was not going to be his home in a week. Like yeah. that was because that because she that she said that she was like, I want to go home, and he was like, But we're going to New York next week, and that was like, Yeah, no, this is my home. Yeah, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. You can Here. go. Yeah, you can go to New York. I, so I thought, yeah, I thought it was. I, yeah, I kind have of, a great in the back life. of my head. I felt like she was pregnant, and she's like, That's Okay, right. yeah. I am just gonna yeah. stick with the baby daddy and that, I, I don't know. I, that was the only like excuse. Well, I could, no, like, come because up with. remember, to come up with excuses for yeah. Her. What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene. I actually Trey, You said it. It wasn't my favorite scene. It's favorite part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you said it Trey early on and ever like from there on, I was paying attention to it. It was the setting. It was the, the, um, sets specifically. Mike, not Michael. Harry's apartment yeah. was oh, a yeah. real yeah. apartment. Yeah. That office was a real office. It yep. felt so like natural. With the broken coffee it maker. Was like 500 and square the, feet. Yeah, people right. kind like, of on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I appreciated that. It kind of immersed you really quickly and, and kept you in there. Yep. So. I think that was part of the feel too. Like I felt, you know, we were in these people's lives. We were like hanging out in their apartment. Yeah. We were hanging right. out in their office. We were and hanging out with them at the bar or whatever. We were very much, we were. We were engaged. We, we were. were, you know, we were there. Yeah. And I think it was because of the well-roundedness of the characters, we did feel engaged, even though there really wasn't that much of a plot line. It was because they were all, like we had said, they're all flawed. Yeah. We were all looking for their improvement, yeah. their change, their growing up. I don't think any of them did, though. No. And that may have been the point. I arguably, Lynn may have. That, had, yep, yeah. You're right. You're I'm going right. to hold on to it. No, I agree. I, I, yes. Yeah. Yep. She was the secretary who kind of mm-hmm. stood up for herself and, and held to her morals and, and left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. 
Uh, speaking of Lynn, let's jump into We're Gonna Be Famous, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, it's, ever- supposed, it's supposed to be guys. Guys. <laughs> guys. I can't. <laughs> guys. <laughs> We're gonna be famous. <laughs> if everyone was a character in the film, who would we be? Was that better, Serena? Thank you. I literally was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> who do we want to start with? I've got two for everybody. The first ones were the three girls. I felt like not really because they were all had kind of flaws or whatever. But when that scene where they were hanging out and talking about their jobs, we literally stopped a conversation right before we started the movie of like our jobs and what was going on in our lives. Like that was us. Like that was a real hangout. So I immediately was like, oh, there we go. The three girls, that's three us right there. Yeah. No one in particular, but that's that. I got you. But let's do Betsy first. You're David. Huh. <laughs> and that's exactly I keep, why. I keep calling him Nelson. You know so what's funny? You David, I'm like, what? I almost put that for her too. I still might. He's pure. I, he's adorable. He's I adorable. Yeah. He was like, he was there for the story. Yeah. And he, he wasn't distracted by the party. He was, he was there to, for the lead. And I don't know if you would have gone to that sketchy second location, no. but... No. You know, yeah. he was adorable. He I was, was adorable. like, I, I would have been like, South Wharf. Yeah. I yeah. got a dentist appointment, dude. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Serena, who'd you have for me? Uh, all right. I have a talented, skilled writer for you, even though you're not quite a writer. I have you as Harry. Because I feel like out of everyone, I don't know, I, I put like I put her up on a pedestal. I always put her like as the talented <laughs> person. Um, I feel like out of everybody, he had like, forget the stupid guy with the book deal. Pfft, he was going to fizzle out in like yeah. a month. Yeah. Everyone um, knew that Harry was the, the talent. Yeah, Harry was the talent. And here in our podcast, Aww. I mean, me and Tracy, we're pretty, we're pretty badass, but I mean... Really, I just created this question so that you guys can all just like compliment me. I feel like I always end up doing that. We're I always the like characters. I always, We're the, but I also see you as David. Okay, okay, That's but fair. I think it's it's not the hair. Okay, no, I know. Can I translate, yeah. Serena? Okay. Yes, please. You have the talent of Harry with the personality of David. I'm okay Ooh, with that. okay. Because you don't have Harry's assholeness. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's savage. Yeah, she I don't know if you knew. I forgot that. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> she, I mean, she's sweet and lovable, but she's there's a savage that, yeah. side. Yeah, well, then that's the hairy side. That's all. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, I put myself as um, that that chick who was in the glasses who showed up in like the opening scene and then the closing scene, and then she was nowhere to be found anywhere else. <laughs> because she went and took a nap. In between, I I so she was just her. like one of the writers who was just like doing, oh. the car, doing oh. her thing oh. over in the corner. The brunette girl, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Nope, okay. I zoned in right have, on her at the beginning. I'm like, oh, her, okay, no memory. Yeah, no, she literally was. <laughs> she was sitting next to the Jaws two guy at the dinner. <laughs> remember I remember. Yeah, yeah sure. I, she had yeah. glasses. She did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, that's that's me. Just in the corner, just doing oh my, my thing. Goodness. Um, all right, let's move on. Tracy. For me or for Serena? No, for you. Oh. I, well, you're going to go last, obviously. Oh, for, okay. Go ahead. All right. Um, Serena, do you want to go first? Um, sure. For Tracy, I put, uh, badass chick Abby. Okay. Abby? Just because, okay. Okay. you know what? Okay. I feel the sass. It's because I took pictures. Maybe, actually. <laughs> but, um, I just feel like, 
I just feel like she just kind of held her own and like did. Mm-hmm. She's kind of did her own thing too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of okay. kind of like you. Yeah. And yeah. and you weren't slutting it up, you know. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> With Abby, she knew what she wanted and she stuck to it. Yep. Like she yeah. did not deviate. Yep. Yeah. She was a pretty solid character. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, I put Lynn for you, Ooh. not just because that's your middle name, but oh, Tracy Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> she, we were talking about this beforehand. You're nice to everyone. You give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Lynn, Lynn I have that problem. Too. <laughs> she was the face of the newspaper right, in a right. lot of ways. That's how she, she was, was the gatekeeper. Yeah. But, but she also didn't take any crap from anybody mm-hmm. the entire time. And like, yeah, we talked about how she stood up at the end, stood up to Stanley. Stanley. Mm-hmm. Stanley. Yep. She she stood up to Stanley at the end. She quit her job, blah, blah, blah. She stood up to Stanley like halfway through the movie too. She didn't take crap from him at all. She was like laughing at him. She was. She was was. was patronizing almost. She was like, I know your number. Yeah. He was literally, he was like trying to get like aggressive. Oh yeah. Oh, I was really, that at that point I was like, oh God, he's going to be like a bad creep who's going to try to like do something. Yeah. I really thought that. that Yeah. I got that vibe too. He did, but she didn't, you know, take any of that crap. So, yeah, Lynn. I also have Lynn for myself. Wow. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I I resonated with her. Mm-hmm. And oh, I liked her hair. This, what was the at the end of the conversation? Because she in the in the girls' scene, the girls having their career conversation. She was like, "I'm so envious of you guys because you you have your writing and you have your photography. What do I have?" And someone said, "Oh God, what was the line?" It was like, um, "You live your art." You live, you are your, you are the art. Mm-hmm. It was something like, because, because they were, they basically explained to her that she was like kind of the backbone of the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That in itself is an art. And yeah. you know, and you do that at your Thanks. job. So. Yeah. <sighs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Serena. Yes. We're going to you next. Okay. So okay. Serena, I have you as Harry. Okay. Oh, all right. Why? Tell me more. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because I was Harry. obsessed with him. That is true. So cute. The whole time, Serena thought Maybe. he was adorable. He was I just so funny. There was another reason, and I'm blinking on what it was. I remember writing it down and being like, oh, he I'm going to have to explain this. I'm cute. You're Harry. I don't know. I don't have an explanation anymore, but I wrote it down, so I'll <laughs> stick to it. I feel like you would take it. You liked Harry. Yeah. And I he, like... you know, he he was a decent guy. He was. He had, oh, he had he some was. moments, and but like... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you would pick Harry over Michael any day. A hundred and ten percent. Michael was. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I had for Serena. I had her as Max. So Max is all about the music, and Serena, you like to play guitar. You like you like the music, and he was. I mean, he had some weird quirks, but he. Could mm. talk to anyone, and we just mm. went over how like you are, are friendly. You can make a conversation with anyone, yeah. and at the end, he, he said like, to somebody. He in said, the bar. "Yeah, it was just like this." And at the end, the guy was like, "Yeah, I'll buy your drink." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. didn't care yeah. that he was swindled by him or whatever. But oh, he was yeah. like, "I didn't even think oh, about yeah. that. I wasn't even thinking about yep. that." Yeah, that's that's. Good. I that's I good. don't have a red leather jacket, but I th- I, I feel I like you could it. rock it if you did have one. I could do grab it. one from Harry. Like a Mike, Michael Jackson edition? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I did like him. And he was like always like energetic and yep. 
He was you know. passionate about his work and his friends. He was the one who went to go save. Oh yeah, um, Harry had to David. hold him back. Yeah, yeah. That's he right. was like, "Don't mess with my friends." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he went the extra mile there. He's like, "Move your car," and you know, drove. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the moment where I was like, "Oh, okay, Max isn't an asshole." Because yeah. yeah, that's you what I couldn't yeah. tell. No, because he was kind of like this. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought so. too. So who did you have for yourself? I had Lynn, probably for the similar reasons that you had that for Trace, Mm -hmm. just because she hit the guy in his balls. I mean... And there was that moment where you uh, fell in love with her hairstyle and tried to do it. Uh, All right. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, no no, uh, overlaps, guys. You and I had Lynn for me. You both had Lynn. Yes. Points. Woo! Girls are here. Good job. Good job, everybody. All right. Wait a minute. How has this movie influenced or been influenced by other movies? Wait a minute. So I called it the tail end. I called out Empire Records. And Mm -hmm. once I said that, I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is Empire Records through and through. It's a day in the life of a small business Mm -hmm. trying to be bought out by a big business. That is the plot line of both of these. And it's mm-hmm. an ensemble cast. Yep. You're getting, uh, you know, little moments in these people's lives. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Harry is Joe. <laughs> I'll just run with this. <laughs> Max is Mark. <laughs> God. Yep. Anyway. I, ha- I have to see that. I haven't seen that in a long time. I forget some of it. Uh, but Serena, you what said is with But then don't forget the today. closing scene. Say about the closing scene. Oh yeah, and the closing scene, it's the same closing scene between between the lines and Empire Records. Um, did Empire Records take that from this movie? I, no, I well, I, or, honestly, like now that once I said Empire Records, I was like, I could see Empire Records using this as maybe like an inspiration movie. Yeah. Like so, you know, just not like be, you know, not not too heavily, but I could see the director having watched this and been like yeah, I want it this vibe. Was, it was that director's boom, I fixed it. Because mm. that was the answer to this, is they didn't fix everybody's problems, but they tried to, and then they were able to save the Empire. Right. Where in this, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was the, their solution. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Serena, you said a movie, didn't you? Was it Breakfast Club? Breakfast yes. Club. That's what it was. I feel like it's like Empire Records meets Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that, because it was like, we're joining in on, you know, a week or a few weeks of time mm-hmm. in this cast, yep. ensemble cast, and we kind of just go along with the flow. We're riding the bus of the movie, and I don't know. I just remember the end of The Breakfast Club being like, I like that movie, but where's the, clo- where's was, the closing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was an open-ended kind of feel to it, yep. which maybe it's kind of like a style yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It. The point is, life is messy. You know, you're not going to have the bow tie, you know, at the end, mm-hmm. the perfect ending. Yeah. Um, it just keeps going after the, yeah. after the camera stop. It keeps going. Do you think they do that to keep it open as like to create like a part two or a second film? Well, so uh, yeah, yeah, on IMDb, it did say that it got a TV show spinoff, mm-hmm. very short lived. I don't think that was its intention, however. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say no. Okay. But I also see why they decided to make it a show. Because it, it's got I wonder, that ensemble. Yes. Feel. I wonder if they just kind of reframed it as a pilot or if yeah. it was like a sequel. Right, right, right. I, I, I could see I'm, it more like a reframe. Me You're too. Right. You're right. Yep. I had, all I could think of was the newspaper movies that came out recently. So The Post and Spotlight. Spotlight. 
Yeah, except those were based on true stories and was kind of a retelling, but it's that, it's that... Journalistic integrity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's exactly it. And mm-hmm. you've got like the, you know, hitting the streets and doing those stories, but I guess they didn't really go into the personal lives of people. It was more about the story and those. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a few. I also got, uh, because of those... I got a Mary Tyler Moore, the, oh, the TV show yeah. feel, because they, they worked in a news, news studio. Yeah. Um, but it had that 70s, I don't the know. The bustling office. Yeah. 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 Yep. Every, I think things are in motion. Mm. Like yeah. Yeah. moving. Everyone grooving. was was out and about doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so did anybody, did anybody else have any other movies? Go. I also. God, now I'm nervous. <laughs> I got, um, Lynn reminded me of Mary from Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It was like, it was a hair and like she, yeah, she had like a soft, um, face. It was, it was almost like she had a, um, it's like a filter. A soft soft filter. Yeah. Like the, the Hollywood glam actresses on her, but Mm -hmm. she didn't. That was just her face. Yeah. Ladies. Ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How did the, does this film hold up? I think it's almost unfair to ask this question because it really felt like a moment in time. Yes. So I always give passes on those movies because mm-hmm. it's, you can't judge it by, by I mean, I the whole we point do. of this question is we yeah. judge it by modern standards, but because this was purposefully a moment in time, yep. it, it, it was. <laughs> I, I, I thought it, it held up well because... It, you're right. It was a moment of time, but it was also like young working professionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, they were all younger ish. This was their first, like not their first job, but they maybe their first career. And they got a mm-hmm. college maybe. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was a, not a day, we see, like a day in their lives. Like this is the drama that they were dealing mm-hmm. with. And you know, the, the sexism we saw, I actually thought that most of the girls, except for poor Laura, you know, stood up to the guys pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, Sorry, to go back to the 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 twenty somethings. Um, I wrote down that it was a coming of age, and when yeah. you think of coming of age, you think of teenagers or preteens, even like that's just what your brain goes to. But there is definitely that coming of age in your twenties when you are at that point where you're making adult decisions, yep. and you have to stop, you know, going out and drinking every night and hooking up with everybody and like mm-hmm. become an adult. And I think that a lot of the characters in this scenario were having to were being pushed into that. Yeah, Michael was was like on the later end of it. He had or already gotten you know he had already written his book and he was about to hit that but everybody else is like what am I doing with my life that was you know and the fact that the newspaper was closing was making him face that right so that was like okay now what am I gonna do right and it was it was spelled out for us at the beginning I don't even remember who oh it was the editor I think it was the editor who was like Everybody at this paper is either moving up or moving down. We yeah. Are, we are like the, the middle point right now. So mm-hmm. it, it was it was telling us that we were going to be dealing with characters on both ends of that spectrum. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what my point was for that. No, it was but just, but... It's, it's, it's it, a universal story. Yes. 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 Because I think that, that is a, that's a coming of age moment in life that people... I feel like you're not getting a lot of focus on that in modern media. No, you're not. You're getting, because the movies nowadays is the good looking newbies right out of college are getting their dream job and working their self right up the ladder. Right. Or if they have that stumble, it's like, 
almost comical because in about a month they're going to get their dream job and right. land that. It's like, you know what I mean? It's that like But no, hallmark. the reality is in your 20s, you are going to have a, a crap job that you might love, but you're going to hit that point where you're like, no, I need to be an adult. And that was Max wanting his raise. Yeah. He, he He's like, I have bills like, to pay. I love it, but I'm broke. I love what this is, but I need money. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Where were we going? Oh, and so for therefore... It holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have forward. that too. Uh, all right. Boom, we fixed it. I think we all agree what the boom, we fixed it would be. Betsy. But who wants to say it? Betsy. <laughs> Tracy. Well, what? Well, obviously, Laura. Laura needs to. Grow. She needs to. I, <laughs> oh my God, I love this. She set herself up. Yeah. She set herself up. And maybe you're right. Maybe that was the point that, I, I don't know. We wanted to have her save herself. Well, I think that it, I almost feel like you got three different sides of female representation yes. in those three different characters. Yeah, yes. true. So, Good point. um, Abby held her ground. She did not waver the whole time. Then you had Lynn who grew a backbone and like did her thing. Yep. And then you have Laura going the opposite, opposite. Yeah. way. Yep. So yep. it was frustrating, but it, for, it was yep. well-rounded. We yep. got a yeah. little bit of everything. You're right. And I had said it earlier, my only other fix it was to do what Empire Records is and you save the Empire, you save yes. the newspaper. Yes. I actually really thought they were going to save the newspaper. Um, in the yeah. well, before, I, before we started the okay. movie, when I was reading the description, yep. I was like, oh, it's going to be how they save the paper. Yeah. And also because it's loosely based on the Boston Phoenix. And I remember, I was alive when the Phoenix was still going on. So I was like, oh, so they're going to talk about like how... The Phoenix held on through at least the 90s. I think they held on yeah. more recently, but I guess not. <laughs> so, I mean, which is another dose of reality. Yeah. You know, in those movies, I mean, in, in life, you don't just throw a party on the roof of your building right. and save it. Right. Uh, all right. So that was the boom. We fixed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Notes roundup. Does anybody have anything else they would like to talk about, comment on, whatever? I just have that it was a. I thought it was a good ensemble cast. It like was. they had a good. I thought they had a good balance. Agreed. Um, you made note I, that the well, the director and one of the writers had worked for a similar paper, and I feel like this was just their passion project. Mm-hmm. That this was the life they lived, and they wanted to show what it was like. Yeah, and that's how you know. I would be. I would be very interested to kind of research it and maybe this was what they did. You know how like um, Michael went off to write their book. Maybe they went off to write the script and that's mm. what this was. I don't know. It would be, you know, I'm trying to Similes. romanticize mm. this a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then my last note is I have to give a shout out to Mary Lou Henner who was the stripper. The stripper. And I'm sorry, I love her. Like you, like almost came off of the couch. Yeah, when she I was came like, screen. yeah, she's just. I mean, she's in a ton of stuff. I think she's gorgeous, and I think she's a great actress. And it was, I don't know, unfortunate that she was only in, you know, a, yeah. a little bit of it. Although I think they were writing a piece on on being a stripper, and I feel like Abby kind of gained confidence from her. Yes, through that that yeah. scene in the dressing room. Yeah, was, you know. That may have been my favorite part. That yeah. scene, I forgot about that I, scene. I kind of forgot about that in yeah. this moment. But it was a great, it, it was, was a great little interaction really between good. the two of them. Yep. Anyway. Uh, I think that was all I had for notes. Same. Anyway? Yeah. I yeah. rattled everything off. All right. Martini shot, would you recommend it? No. I say yes. 
I liked it. I understand that it was like an incomplete film, but I just like, I feel like it's one of the, I'm cool with like, you like classic. Movies. Yeah. I like the 70s and 80s, 80s films a lot. Yeah. So like, even if the movie kind of sucks, I'm still like, I would watch this again. Like I would, I'd put it on. Maybe it might be background again, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just love the the scenes and the, the, the scenery. Mm-hmm. Classic Boston. I mean, there's some good shots in there. I say yes too. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not a strong yes. And I would say like, I I would maybe only watch it once. So I don't think I would do a repeat on it. But I think. I don't know what I would tell someone a reason to watch it. Classic. Um, If they like Empire Records and Breakfast Club, then they shall go watch it. Okay. There's something to be said for character studies Mm -hmm. with light plots. There there is something to be said there. And like you said, we were engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was so seventies in such a fun way. Yeah, it was like that was a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it um, was like late seventies, but it almost felt like a touch of early eighties coming it in. It did because like I was I, getting that I, vibe. There was a point where I said Harry is is pre grunge grunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nineties. Yeah, like, yeah. I know with his shirt all like half roped open. When he finally changed, I was like, thank God. <laughs> It was bugging me. No. It wasn't even open like a little. I was, I was digging the flannel. Oh, shit. Yeah, the flannel. Oh, with the thing, the white underneath and the short sleeve flannel. Oh, yeah. That that looked good. I want that style to come back. It's coming. All right. So, uh, I think that was, that's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow. So, head on over there and hit that follow button. Follow us. (laughs) You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millie's. To find more great episodes, head on over to our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com, or head over to anywhere you find your podcasts. So until next time, we're Millennials, and we'll see you at the movie house. If you looked at this movie and was like, the most successful guy of everybody (laughs) is this guy. (laughs) What, the guy with the red coat? Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. In everyone's defense here, he's not acting Jeff Goldblumy. That's fair. So you can help me with my work. Please take this. Please take this. Alright, that was Jeff That was Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>